Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is the Marriage and Money Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Egypt, and I wear glasses. Yes, she does, but she looks good in them. Yeah, so, so we got a lot of comments. By the way, we've been reading your comments, um, and we love them. We're going to mm-hmm. address some of them today. But a lot, of, got a lot of comments of, why doesn't Egypt just accept that she wears glasses? So... Here we go. Is this okay? But you can see yourself in my glasses. That's the problem. Because hey, I don't just wear turn glasses. Turn, I wear turn, progressives. Turn, turn it Yeah. Look sexy. Don't and, worry about it. Let it go. Okay. Set it free. Set it free. Let's jump into some of these comments. Number one, we appreciate you being a part of our tribe. We've been doing yes, this podcast do. for just a few short months now. Mm-hmm. Have, have had some amazing conversations. Yes. Um, and And so <laughs> y'all going in on some of our folks. So can we just address it? You know, um, because that's not what this is about, right? This is about people having a safe space Mm -hmm. to feel transparent, um, to share their hearts and have adult conversation. Now, we appreciate that you're telling your truth in the comments and we welcome you to continue to. But what we want to do is also have deeper conversation about the why then, right? right? So to fully understand, because this is just a snapshot Mm -hmm. of people's lives. So, for instance, you you pulled one. We were on an airplane and I said, Mike. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. This is good. This is a good conversation. So we had, um, you want to read it? Which one you want me to read? Not so, the, not me, so <laughs> matter of fact, look, see, stop, stop. Because you're doing exactly what Vanessa Rogers said you're doing. I think Egypt needs to stop talking over her husband, cutting him off. What no, you ne- think? Ness. Huh? Ness. Hmm? Hmm? I'm a work in progress. I'll work on it, okay? I see, <laughs> I, I, look, I see our guests pointing to each other, so they, 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 like, they feel me. So what happens is... Um, my mouth moves faster than my brain sometimes, uh-huh. so I apologize if I cut you off. Do you feel like I cut you off a lot? Well, see, hold on, give me one second. Oh. This is yes. I got to go home with her, so I don't know how to answer <laughs> that just yet. No, there's sometimes, but you know what it is? We're uh-huh. both creatives, and we're thinking the same thing. We think alike, but you sometimes just beat me to the point. I'm just going to let that one stand because there's probably a lot of men that feel their wives do the same thing or vice versa. Like I said, our so guests are pointing to each other, so just know. Stand. They feel my pain. It's okay. I, I, I will work on that. Note it. Okay. Constructive criticism. Okay. But no, we got a lot of good ones too. They love the authenticity. That's from Latrice Walker. Yes. And then Chansey and Miguel Wilson, uh, they were extremely transparent with mm-hmm. us. Even talked about domestic violence, talked about infidelity. And y'all really sunk your teeth into that. Uh, some of the comments said, I'm taking this one with me to my soul. Mm. Robin Owens said, if it costs me my peace, it's too expensive. Mm. She loved that. And also said uh, she loved that a once self-proclaimed womanizer was able to change and have his heart softened with the right woman. That's Chanel Smith. Mm -hmm. So I agree. That was a powerful one. If y'all haven't watched it, go back and watch Chansey and Miguel Wilson. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Where was that one that I, oh, here's the one I wanted to talk about. What's that? So, so we had Dr. Aldewan Tart and Mecca Tart. Oh, yeah. And such a good conversation. And we love them so much because they encourage married couples everywhere through their um, through their event that we mm-hmm. went to uh, a weekend for love. But I think what happened was y'all caught a snippet of what he was talking about and just ran with it. Because sometimes people talk and they don't get the full. Right. Right. So Dr. Aldewan said that he did not want another child. Mm hmm. He just decided he didn't want it. I mean, a lot of people have been there. Mike, you said that I to was me. There. You didn't want mm-hmm. another child. That was your truth. But she desperately wanted another child. So they came to a compromise, an agreement in their relationship that if they were going to have another child, that she recognized that's not where he was in right. life right now. 
So she was going to be the primary, right? And she said, I'll take responsibility. I'm going to take the kid to soccer. I'm going to take, the, I'm going to do all of that. And he said, okay, because I'm at a space in my life mm-hmm. where I want to go to the games. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to hang out with the guys. I want to travel. I want to do those things too, you know, and enjoy life. Right. So I think uh, the way that was perceived, at least from what I could tell in the comments is y'all felt like he didn't want to take responsibility for his child. Uh, one of the comments from Stacey O said, I wouldn't brag about not wanting to parent my child. I think he didn't mean it like that though. Not at all. And we're not making excuses for Mm. anybody. What folks say is what they say, but, but we had further conversation about it even in the studio. And what he was basically explaining is, of course I love my children. Of course I love my son. And of course Mm -hmm. I'm there, but I'm also running a lot of businesses. And I told her up front, we too old for this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. Right. What you said to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) at 42 when I had Harper, but she got you wrapped around her finger. And I think I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. But what's very real is to be able to acknowledge those feelings, Mm -hmm. talk about it and then how y'all got over it, how you got through it. And so let's just, Take that in mind, you know, and and be fair. But right. good fodder, good conversation. Definitely. And we're about to have even better conversation. Um, and let's just point out that we also say it every time. We don't claim to be experts in this no. field. We no. just live through experience and share experience. Yeah. And we're, we're also not here to judge folks because mm-hmm. um, people are literally coming on our podcast and sharing their lives. Yep. The good, the bad and the ugly. And you take from it what you can take from it for your mm-hmm. life. Right. But no, this is the judgment free zone. Exactly. OK. Judgment free. And with that said, I want to bring on some friends of ours. Let's go. Let, let me just give you a little history first. OK. I, I used to be a radio personality and um, he was the member, some would say actually lead singer, but I ain't trying to cause no problems, but <laughs> of, of the incredibly popular Grammy Award winning group 112. Yes. Who does not know all the songs mm-hmm. from 112? Well, I called in a favor when we were getting married. Mm-hmm. I was like, can, can, can you please come sing at my wedding? <laughs> 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 Thinking it was going to be a hard no. Um, but not only did Q Parker say yes, he actually sang me down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a moment I will never forget. It was beautiful. And so we want to welcome Q Parker, songwriter, father, philanthropist, mm-hmm. uh, Grammy Award winner, and then some guys, and his beautiful wife, Charlinda, some would say the better half. Um, <laughs> She's dope, y'all. Uh, a business owner of Tula Two Nail Salon, mm-hmm. and together they have an organization keeping couples together, and and they show their transparency in their relationship. Y'all been married twenty years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so it's Sisters United, Brothers United, and Couples United. Help us welcome them, guys. Come on, yes. Q and Sharp, Linda Parker. Boom, ring, ring the bell. Welcome to the show. Thank Hi, family. Guys. What up? Hey, hey. I like the bell. Thank you, because they tried to revoke it from me after the last <laughs> podcast. We did. Yes, how y'all doing? Good. How about you? Wonderful. Thanks for I'm glad coming. you finally made it. Y'all so busy. <laughs> we were going. We were going to make it work. Yeah. When family calls, we answer. Yeah. So Salute, bro. It wasn't about if, but just when. So mm-hmm. glad we were able to align. And make it happen. When y'all first got together, fell in love, head over heels. I remember it was like all over the blogs that you fell mm-hmm. in love with with this beautiful model mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Q Parker from 112 falls in love with <laughs> a model from Atlanta. But they didn't know you were a businesswoman, too. Right? Yes. Go ahead. Well, I don't even know if, if there was something to expect. Uh, as a 20, 26-year-old, we were yeah. married. 
So as a 26-year-old, I'm still just trying to find out, you know, who I am and uh, solidify my position, not right. only within my group, but just in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so growing up in a mother-father household, I had the example of what a family structure is supposed to look like. And so I believe that no matter where my journey would have taken me, I'm the marriage type of guy. Mm-hmm. So, but I do believe I may have fast forwarded a little bit more before I was really ready for it. And so when you ask, is it what I expected? I honestly didn't know what to expect. But once I got into it, I realized like, yo, this is a real responsibility. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I imagine, and I say imagine because, you know, like social media, everybody got this whole imagination mm-hmm. of what marriage should be. Um, I did have this illusion the wet marriage, you know, um, even though my mom was divorced and stuff like that, I thought differently if you did certain things that your marriage would be perfect. Because, you know, you saw when you grew up, you saw the Huxables on TV. You saw just the the whole facade of wet marriage. But um, when you get into that thing, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it, we had a great run mm-hmm. at the beginning. But um, then I, 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 I say this to myself, um, when you put certain things on a pedestal, God will really, uh, you know, shake you up and allow, you know, make you remember I'm the head, mm-hmm. not this man. So when I met Q, I thought, you know, I had hit the jackpot. I was on, you know, this marriage thing and we were good. And not the jackpot in money because I had my own thing when I first mm-hmm. met him. So, you know, just just getting married. And I didn't ask him to marry me. You know, we were dating. And when he popped the question, we was at an event and um, he popped the question. I'm like, who is he talking to? And um, Ryan Cameron actually was hosting that event. Q and Ryan, Ryan Cameron is a radio yeah. personality yes, in Atlanta yes. for yes. those who don't uh-huh. know. And um, when he was talking, I was like, who are you talking to? Like, come up on stage. Or... So wait, wait, I was wait, blown wait, away. Wait, wait. I had you no clue. On stage? <laughs> so Ryan was hosting this, um, like an R&B night at a place called Taboo. Mm-hmm. Taboo. And um, Ryan and I are really, really good friends, have been for years. And he called me and was like, listen, I want you to come and um, do a song or two at this R&B karaoke night or whatever. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, yo, that might be the perfect opportunity to pop the question. Mm-hmm. So I had I had kind of orchestrated this whole little plan, called her girlfriend, made sure that they're going to be there. And when Ryan called me up to perform, the set it was like a 15-minute set. I Part of that set was bringing her on, on stage and um, proposing. Yeah, so I was like totally thrown. I was like, wait, Ryan was like, are you going to say yes? I'm like, yes, yes. But I had no <laughs> idea what was going to, everything just went like lights and cameras and blur, yeah. you know. So, um, yes, I did think marriage was one way, you know, until I really actually got into it and realized, you know, it has hiccups. It has, you got to work at it daily, mm-hmm. hourly, minute by minute. Intentional yes, about you it. have to. So, but um, we're I, still here. I would think you guys have unique challenges as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, 21 years Mm -hmm. together and and married, there's going to be a journey. Uh, I think what we all have to acknowledge is that there's going to be ebbs and flows, right? Mm -hmm. It's a roller coaster. And, you know, some of my girlfriends who have not been married, when I would talk to them and say, like, I'm so in love with my husband. They're like, you better be because you're married to him. I'm like, no, but there's been years where we weren't in love Mm -hmm. with one another. We loved Mm -hmm. Yeah. And respected mm-hmm. each other and chose to stay together, but right. we weren't always we feeling familiar with that. Right. Each other. Oh yeah. Definitely those periods where that. I don't like you come about. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. How'd you deal with those? In in any in any relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's in business, you're gonna have your in your your on seasons and off seasons. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh and again, we're no strangers to that. I think the thing that we have always implemented was 
we've decided to be in this. And if we're in it for the long haul, let's just get through the bad days mm-hmm. uh, because they're going to show up. Mm-hmm. But if we can get through the bad days, we know the good days are great. The good days are always good. It's it's when you experience the bad days that it really shows who you are, um, what you're made of. Mm-hmm. And it's nowhere, nowhere you get to anything for 20 some years without having to exercise some resilience, right. mm-hmm. some forgiveness, yep. some falling yeah. out of love, yeah. whether mm-hmm. that is in mm-hmm. business or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But, you know, sticking to the things that brought y'all together in the first place. And I think if you stay in there long enough, those things will start to rise to the top. And, right. you know. What would you say your biggest hurdle was to overcome? Our biggest hurdle, without a doubt, was uh, infidelity. Okay. Yeah. On whose part? My part. Okay. Yeah. Okay. After we were married in 2002, in 2014, that was like the 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 season of our marriage that was the toughest because that's when uh, I just admitted my infidelities. Mm-hmm. I um, came to my wife and just said, hey, this is what it has been. And I do not want us to separate. I don't want us to divorce, but this is just kind of what's been going on. And, um, you know, to see somebody that you love hurt in a way that um, – unimaginable mm-hmm. uh it just changed my mindset to going from just living in the marriage to to then fighting for the marriage mm. uh and that was like a completely 360 for me because in my life as an adult i was accustomed to just coasting you know people work for me mm-hmm. you know if i want something they go get it if i need something it's there for me we got assistants we got managers we got all of this and so but this was the first time in my life that i had to singularly fight was something that I wanted and mm-hmm. I couldn't just push a button and it would just show up. And mm-hmm. so I had to show up every day to win her heart back, to win her, to gain her trust back. And not only my wife's um, trust, but my children also mm-hmm. um, and having to walk that back too and ask them for forgiveness mm-hmm. and um, get it back to the point where, you know, the family could be whole again. And I, and I believe that, even being seven years removed from that, the true testament is we're now living in our resolve. Mm. You have the intro, you have the meet, and then we're now in, in our Victorious. Re- yeah, mm. right. resolve. Yeah. Let, let me ask you something. Going back there, what made you tell her? Was there something that happened that she had? Did you have? Oh, because a woman knows. Yeah, a woman knows. <laughs> so, so talk about that a bit, Charlinda. So... Um, <laughs> Of course, a woman knows, and I just had this feeling. Um, and then I had this dream, and when I had this dream, you know, I I woke up and I was like, "Cute," and I called him in the room, and I just wanted to have a conversation with. Him. So we started talking. You good? Because well, you know, sometimes we wake up in those dreams and we just turn over. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and you see these two knots right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got them same two knots, bro. Dream number one, trust dream me. number two. Exactly. So, trust oh, me, it wasn't nice. nice. It wasn't a nice conversation. Sorry, it wasn't. Ahead, it wasn't as calm as we sitting here now. But um, yeah. And then we just sat in and and you know he just started revealing stuff and saying stuff. And I was like, you know, and I was angry. I was upset. So it wasn't good. Um, I we went the whole for I put him out. I changed every lot. But, but he, okay, so in that moment, I'm going to slow this down a bit. Mm-hmm. You know why? Yeah. Because there's somebody watching going through this exact oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they want to know how you got over, mm-hmm. right? And y'all are still together and y'all mm-hmm. are stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. So let's 
slow so the process okay. of how it happened mm-hmm. down a bit because there are some who feel like, you know what, if I came to you and I told you about it, then mm-hmm. I'm being honest, which warrants forgiveness. For, no. There, there are some who say, <laughs> no, that was it not don't happen like that. There are some no, who say, when you cheat, there is no coming back from that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my mm-hmm. heart out, period. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my boundary. And there, are, then there are some who are saying he could have kept that to himself. And I've heard this argument, babe. Mm-hmm. We've heard this. Mm-hmm. You know what? If you cheat, don't tell me because that's your sin to, to carry. Mm-hmm. Let me still be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, would I you need to take notes. Like, it's stuff I want to say. Like, <laughs> well, y'all, say it yeah, all. Yeah, say yeah, it yeah. all right here. So, so, well, let me go back to when you guys said when you go through the peaks and valleys and you're, you know, not liking each other. Right, I want right, to just right. say something about that. You have people, other relationship, couples and stuff that, you know, you pull pull your team together, your tribe and mm-hmm. try to help you get through that point. Because I think every married couple goes to that. I'm mean, going to tell you they don't. They need to say or whatever they doing, mm-hmm. you know, so so that part there, we just had a whole team to really, you know, I could call on somebody. I, t- I tell Q all the time, well, let's call so and so and so, you know, and that person isn't somebody that's going to make the decision factor, but it's just they probably went through the same thing mm-hmm. and they just sent, you know, helping us with the resolve or, you know, because we're not going to like each other all the time. But going back to um, who'd you call? Oh, oh, we got a team, Montel Jordan and his wife. We, we had called, them on. Um, they were on. Yes, yeah. we called Darwin Hobbs and Tracy. Like, mm-hmm. we got a whole team. And, you know, being in the industry, mm-hmm. you have those. We call Erica and Warren Campbell. We call so many people. Yeah. And those people was there, you know, talking us through this stuff. Because, you know, every I think every every uh, married couple go through this. Mm-hmm. And if they tell you, like I said, they don't, I, I really don't even need to be your friend. Because mm-hmm. you can't help me because you ain't been through nothing. Right. You know, we had pastors. You do it, Smith. We had a whole bunch of, we had a whole clan mm-hmm. that we could, you know, sit down and talk to. We would even have couples, you know, to have it. We all have an event and we all sat down and talked about stuff. That's so, dope. yeah. Dope. And and not only just celebrities, you know, his cousin and they, they were married. They've been married well, about 30 years mm-hmm. now. So we called on people that we knew that would be transparent and honest with us, mm-hmm. not giving us the fluff. And, you know, you know, because you got in our industry that you might have one person Setting it up for the for the person like, no, you're going to do this. You're going to walk the carpet. You're going to act like nothing is wrong. Mm-hmm. You just put her on the back burner. You know, you don't, you know, when they ask about it, you just give a one word answer and you just dismiss the family. Let's keep this thing going, you know, Why and all of that. that so, like family is beautiful and should be heralded. Mm-hmm. And the fact that someone could be a huge R&B star. And still love it, love their family and mm-hmm. support their family and, mm-hmm. and adore their wife. Right. Why is that a bad thing in the business? Montel talked about that as well, how how Kristen was expected to be in the back burner. They no one even knew they were married mm-hmm. for most of his mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. They thought she was just his manager. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. But See, they make it cool, you mm-hmm. know. And one of the things too, so like, you know, as an as a, a veteran in this R and B world, I am really a an advocate about just teaching the business. Um mm-hmm. And just educating the new artists as they are entering into this game. Because when you don't know, you're easily led to just believe whatever it is that's being told to you. Mm -hmm. And this game as a 17-year-old, it teaches you, um, it's everything against commitment. Mm -hmm. It's everything against union. Mm -hmm. It's everything against togetherness because you're the sex symbol. You have to promote sex. You have to promote the fantasy Every woman out there has an opportunity to be with you. So when you hear that so many times, it's a part of the welcome bag. Mm. 
it's a part of every male artist, R&B artist welcome bag. And so you're fighting against certain standards or even your, your philosophy in your mind. You're fighting with that day one. And so when you succumb to those things, mm-hmm. it's almost like, well, what did you expect? I've been bred yeah. to be this this guy. But in, in your reality, you're the farthest thing from that. And so mm-hmm. there comes a point in time where you have to disassociate yourself from the idea of who you are mm-hmm. compared to who you really are mm-hmm. at your core. Mm-hmm. But now you married an R&B star. He was already a star when you married him. Mm-hmm. Did the thought cross your mind at any point that this may be something that you guys are going to deal with in if your marriage? I can be so transparent with you guys. I was not into music like that. Mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't. I mean, Q, he was my client. Wingo from Jagged Edge introduced us. Mm. So he was my client. I was like, oh, no, I don't date my clients. I gave him the hardest time. You know, if if it was something that I really wanted when he first hit shot his shot, I would have been like, oh, come on, let's go, you know. But I was like, no, I don't date clients. Right. And at the time, you know, it was at the peak of my career. We was doing a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. like any artist you could think of. But so I wasn't in it for, you know, whether it was going to be a basketball player, R&B star, anything. I just... I mean, that was never my thing. So when I met him, I looked however, at him. However, he I'm was different. sexy. He I'm different. different. So, so, I'm uh, different, baby. Let's no. go. So, Let's so, go. So, 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 no, and he'll tell you this story. So, however, when we got together, cute, did I look at you like an artist or did I look at you like you was a guy? Just my boyfriend at the time. I tried it, but. I tried, but yeah, <laughs> he's, he definitely got that swag and that R&B sexy look and stuff. He put the peaches and cream on he, you? He did. Mm, he did. He did. That. However, but he was Q Parker at home. Quintus okay. Parker. He Quintus. was Quintus mm-hmm, at home. Mm-hmm. So when I met him, you know, um, he didn't know. Tell him about the time when you picked me up in a convertible and we was going to church. At first. One thing that I, I will <laughs> say about Shar was uh, she was she was really different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that um, led me to the day saying that I wanted to propose. Because she's four and a half years older than I am. And so... Where, Different in what way? So, the first thing is the age. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time, because I have experienced so much, traveled all across. Mm-hmm. So, my the average 26-year-old, for me, there's a, a, a disconnect. Our levels weren't mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. because of a lack of experiences or whatever. Right. So, the conversation was very minimal. I couldn't, it couldn't hold my attention. But the fact that she was older than me and had experienced just life things she kind of caught my attention. She was already a mother. Mm-hmm. So she had that nurturing thing. I'm a mama's boy. I'm the baby of my family. Mm-hmm. And so what she had and possessed was just something that the average girl my age was just like. She had that thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Had that thing. And she had like guidelines too. Like mm-hmm. don't call my house at after nine because me and my mm-hmm. daughter, we in the bed. You know, um, just certain things that she was like putting in play that the average girl at that time that I was dating, it wasn't even, mm-hmm. nah, it wasn't even on the radar like What that. I heard mm. so far, two very important and pivotal things before we move forward is you got through because you guys built a tribe. And that's what we call y'all, our tribe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You built a tribe of other people that could pour into you mm-hmm. and wanted to see you make it. Wanted to see us win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So surround yourself mm-hmm. with people who really, truly want to see you yes. make it in yes. your marriage. Absolutely. Right? And then number two... 
she had boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you weren't used to boundaries, Not right? And, and even women who claim they had boundaries when when sometimes yeah. when they're around that guy, mm-hmm. boundaries out the window. Yep. So so you have to continue to maintain your boundaries, your integrity, your self-respect, mm-hmm. even going into a, a relationship Absolutely. if you want it yeah. to be successful, right? Men love a chase, yes or no? I think that the word is always one-sided because I think we like we like the idea of chasing we want to chase, but we also want to be chased too. That part I would agree with. So chase-wise, she always thinks that's what I wanted to do. It wasn't the case. You were a player before you met me. And because I ran with super track shoes away from you, I feel like that's why you... No, no. no I knew you were my wife. <laughs> I knew she was the, the one that. from day one. But Okay. So, but I heard you say earlier, Q, she was different. Mm-hmm. And she had boundaries and she was not, not even for you with all these women who were fawning all over you. Oh, cute. I listen to your records, speeches and cr-. like she was not having it. Not having it. So is that intrigued you? Yes or no? It did. It did. How, however, once I got in, I also started to establish some things that I needed from her too. Mm. And so now it was an immediately there was an exchange going on now. It wasn't just going to stay me just chasing, 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 mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. now that we've decided that we're going to do this thing, now there's some coming at me that you need to give me too, because I let me now establish what I want to get out of this relationship. Mm. And how, how far into the relationship was it when you asserted yourself in that way? So as an Aries, I'm very strong-minded, <laughs> and I know exactly what I want. So... But once I get into something, it's not long before I can start moving this over here, putting this there. And so mm-hmm. I think early on, I was able to just kind of say some things. Yeah. And it was a, it was a it was an exchange because she'd say what she needed from me, and then I'd say what I needed from her, and mm-hmm. we kind of made and it work. The Scorpio that I am, it can be. <sighs> How did I not know you were Scorpio? Scorpio, Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. All these years, I never knew you were Scorpio. Yeah, and we Scorpio. shared that. Yep, we Scorpio sisters. So when you guys was talking about the cutting you off or, you know. T- t- <laughs> Vanessa, we're Told talking you. about you. Where you said, I need to hush and let Mike talk. Yeah, so he would say the same thing. I cut him off, you know, and like you said, my mind just be going so fast. I just want to get it out. Mm-hmm. And I tell him, he want me to sit down and take notes. I'm like, I got like five, six things down here I got to say, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, I've worked on it. it. We're a work in progress, mm-hmm. all of us. Always, mm-hmm. always. Not perfect, but I'm working. That sounds like roles, masculinity, femininity, femininity et cetera. Does that ever play a part in your relationship? Oh, okay. So when you say... Rose and what I, I just think whoever is has that strength in a relationship, you know, whether it's the person because you're going to have one person that's going to be the person that's solidified the deals mm-hmm. and getting the house fixed and just, you know, just out there making sure stuff happen. And you have somebody getting finances and you have someone that is with the kids, someone to make better choices. So I just think when you put the roles on men and women, I think we just Take the roles. I mean, mm-hmm. whoever can do whatever and who has the time to do whatever. Okay. All right. So who's the person that does all the financials in your household? We just switched that thing up several times. <laughs> okay. It ain't no just one yeah, person. There's a season um, where I am the best at it. And uh-huh. then there's a season when she's she's the best at it. So we just. So we both know, and I think maybe you guys can say, in our career, we're self-employed. 
So you have your good months, mm-hmm. your bad months, and those months can go from three months. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're trying to, you know, what you got in the yeah. pipeline, what's coming here, and trying to set it up. So me, I'm always thinking about, let's make this make sense. My husband is a giver, meaning he would give to the pennies is no more pennies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I think, no, you shouldn't. You, you got to make this thing make sense for the possibility of when it ain't none there, you mm-hmm. know? So we have had our highs and lows, you know, um, when Q first left the group, how many years ago was that? The first. 2018? Maybe 2018. So when when he did that, like we had to reshift everything because mm-hmm. that, you know, when we got married and then we had coins, you, cert- you used to live in a certain lifestyle having mm-hmm. this, but then the economy tanked, mm-hmm. you know, none like how it is now, you know, when during the pandemic, but it tanked and, you, everybody was trying to figure out if they wasn't, if they didn't say it, they was not being honest with right. themselves. We right. always trying to figure it everybody out. Everybody was. We were trying to figure <laughs> life out. A lot of people point. lost a lot of money. Oh, Back yeah. then, it was bad. Mm-hmm. When like, you're self-employed, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't really think about you don't. That, how hard it is right. for somebody who's running the business and now nobody's walking through the doors because, mm-hmm. because they everybody's they, hurting. Like I said, we had CEOs of companies and I was in Buckhead at the time and you were seeing them losing a job, losing a companies and everything. And I was like, and I told, I have a twin sister that we own in the salon together. And I was like, girl, we got to shut this thing down for a few months just so mm. we can grab hold of it. So when you shutting that down and you putting yourself on a budget, this is for this, this is for gas, this is for food, this is for that. Mm-hmm. And then you got Mr. Ooh, singing man, you know, <laughs> just ran the house, just singing. And That's I'm how like, you, sound cute. you know, we're going to cut the pool company <laughs> out. We cutting the lawn people out. We are just going to go down to... The bare minimum, mm-hmm. just survival. Which was kind of cool because now I've learned how to do all those mm-hmm. things. Well, yeah. not cutting the grass, but like treating the pool yeah. and stuff like that. Um, just but, being more hands-on, you know. And and I would say, too, speaking on when you say I'm a giver, here's where the trust comes in. Because I always say to Shar, I say, yes, indeed, I'm a giver. But I, I learned at an early age that my blessings are connected to my giving. Mm-hmm. And the more I yes, give, that's how I stay mm-hmm. blessed. And so yes. although the philosophies around that are different, she's she trusts me now that when I'm in a giving mode, mm-hmm. that to just allow me to do it. Because mm-hmm. we're going to benefit from whether my gift is a small gift or um, an, an amazing right. gift. Yes. And yes. the fact that we're together, together that means now... You're tied to my blessing. Mm-hmm. So let me keep on giving. Leave me alone. Me keep on <laughs> and I'm a giver too. And he knows that. But I think we give differently. I give, you know, to make sure I'm not just going to give out the household and, you know, here, here go the mortgage. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just gave mm-hmm. that away. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> so so he will literally give his last. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, and you'll be standing last. there like, but what about these bills, fool? Mm-hmm. Get this. Yeah. Oh, you get your text like, did you just? Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Thumb, but wait, thumb text. So, but wait a minute. So there's so many things I want to go back to because we kind of touched on mm-hmm. stuff. Let's first... Um, Dive into the whole country's in a recession, mm-hmm. the biggest recession that we've seen in our lifetime. Everybody's affected. You are in the world of glitz and glam and people expect for you to be mm-hmm. rich and still ball out of control. Mm-hmm. Was this the first time in your life that you had to tighten the belt? No, because as Sean was stating that, you know, this entertainment industry is it's up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, the greatest thing about my personal position in this industry is I came in as a owner, meaning 
I wrote some, I wrote the songs, produced the songs. Mm -hmm. So I'm forever tied to these legendary, iconic right. songs. I didn't so, know that. I think so, a lot of people thought Puffy owned everything. No, mm -hmm. no, 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 mm -hmm. no. That's no. dope. No. Yeah. And so regardless of what the in the world was doing, royalties and all of those things still come around. Mm -hmm. I think um, the pandemic started in March. Well, the biannual disbursements are April and October. Mm -hmm. And so March 20 started the pandemic. Here comes April 1st. And everybody in the music industry like, because here come a royalty check. Right. Right. And so right. we just push on through. October's coming around again. And mm -hmm. so because I've done a lot of extensive writing and production, my royalty checks are in a, in a good space where we can be okay. Mm -hmm. And manage. Um, and mm -hmm. so that's one thing I'm always telling artists, like, make sure you own. Don't just be the singer. Don't just be the performer or the artist, but get behind the scenes so you'll always be ownership uh, protected is key. and have the ownership. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The other thing I want to go back to <clears throat> is, because we, we kind of paused on why you told your wife about your infidelity. She had mm -hmm. a dream. And a lot of people were like, yeah. <laughs> Stop. I want to hear about this dream. <laughs> and what, what was it the way she came to you like, babe, I had a dream. Did you think she knew already? So the dream comes. Little did she know I was in a space spiritually, uh, emotionally, where I was just trying to just solidify some things in just Q Parker's world. Mm -hmm. At the time, I think I'm trying to do a career shift because I know my time in the active 112 is coming up because I want to do other things. Um, and that is has such a stronghold on your time. So it kind of stifles any other creativity that you have. Um, and so at, I'm, I'm dealing with that. And so when she says I had this dream, obviously I lied. Nah, mm -mm, nah, that ain't me. That ain't me. Well, the next week or so, my nights of sleeping are just horrible. Mm. I'm waking up in sweats, like 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 the television, <laughs> like mm -hmm. that. I'm waking up with those. I'm I'm waking up crying some mornings, mm. um, sweating, and in my mind, I felt like okay, if I'm ever going to say something. Here's the time. Mm -hmm. And for so long, you live this lie, this facade for so long. There comes a point in time you say, okay, I am just tired of this. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of the secrets. I'm tired of. You were tormented yeah, yourself. Like, I'm, I'm tired of it. And so mm -hmm. here's really my out. Like if I don't take this opportunity, how many more years of this can I just keep going on, going through? Um, but why not just just stop? I'm I, not that I, I think you did the right mm -hmm. thing, but I just want to address those who are thinking, okay, so you were tormented by your decisions. Why not just stop and make better decisions and not tell her? Why did you tell her? If if was a fifth, we'd all be. If, if was a fifth, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's one of those things where when you start talking, you just. If I got this cup full of my tea, right, and I want to put it in Shara's cup, I could stop it just giving her a taste. But I know how good this tea is, and I know the benefits of this tea. Mm -hmm. So why just stop here? I want to give her all. And so for me, it was just kind of like, I know that if I completely empty, here's the other part. I was also having visions during that whole season of where I am going mm -hmm. as a leader, as mm. just so many in business. And so 
my mind and everything in me was saying cleanse mm -hmm. so that when you enter into this new journey, you ain't bringing no baggage with you. Mm -hmm. This new journey needs a sane, whole Q Parker. Mm -hmm. And from all of this came foundation, the Q Parker Legacy Foundation, came Brothers mm -hmm. United, came mm -hmm. Sisters United, came Couples United, mm -hmm. and all of these people we were able to help because we came to the table whole and had been worked through and had cried and, mm -hmm. and separated and contemplated divorce and looking at my dad funny and my brother looking at me like, man, how could you do that? And mm -hmm. then creating Brothers United. And so one could say why, but you're looking at the why yeah. mm -hmm. because I was able to do so many things by emptying first so that now I could be Field. Mm. And just to let you guys know, that wasn't an easy task. It, it took a couple years. It okay. did. You know, I, I remember Q and I was on this um, panel and it was one lady out there and I think she didn't hear anything I said because she kept saying, did you stay for the money? Mm. It's like, where's she been this whole podcast? Right. Because it, it had nothing to do with money. Um, God dealt with me and told me to stay. But trust me, I, I was rebellious. I did everything. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I put them out. I changed all the locks. He couldn't go to the Q Junior School. It was a lot. And we had to go through that. And um, then, you know, I went to therapy and it, my therapist was saying, you know, this is not your, this is not for you to carry. This is not yours. You got to mm -hmm. let it. And, and for mm -hmm. years, I still carried it, mm -hmm. even though we had worked through. And I was like, you know what? I just woke up one day. I'm going to live my damn life. Mm -hmm. This is me. Like, I'm be I happy. Didn't, yeah. yeah, I didn't do this, you know, so I can't keep wearing what he did, I had taken it on solely as if it was, it was something I did. Mm. So, I mean, we worked at it, and um, but how you know. do you? How do you? Can we go there for a minute? Uh -huh. Because um, I, I think this is this right here is the reason why Mike and I chose to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. if, yep. if ever a yep. moment on this show happened, mm -hmm. this is the moment. Yeah. This mm -hmm. is why we chose to do the podcast is to figure out in the toughest of times mm -hmm. that could break you, literally break your union mm -hmm. and redefine your whole life. Mm -hmm. What do you do to still make it work mm -hmm. in that time? I have, I have to know he broke your heart and mm -hmm. he knows that. Mm -hmm. And he said mm -hmm. he had to mm -hmm. earn it back. Yes. But you in your brokenness mm -hmm. chose to stay. Mm -hmm. Talk about that decision right there. The why did you choose to stay and put the marriage first? And how then do you take the steps to keep it together? Mm -hmm. I mean, there had to be nights where you still turned over and looked at him like, I love you, but I hate, I hate you. You. <laughs> no, you know, why did you do that to me? Um, I, I hated him. He knows that. Um, I verbally said it. And, you know, I was depressed. I was stressed. I was very unhappy. Um and what made me stay, like I said, it was just God because mm -hmm. I was tussling it back and forth with him. I ain't going to let you look. I ain't asked for this. You know, even though he he came and he was like, you know, very remorseful, the things I've done, I'm very, I'm very sorry. I really hate the things that I've done, you know, things I've done to you, our family. And, you know, just knowing that, you know, and I had to say, you know, people make mistakes and they things that they have no, that they didn't even want to do, you know, or things that. You know, not saying one because, like you say, he's an artist. They put that stuff right there in your face. Mm -hmm. You know, cheating and you know, I'm gonna bring the girl here. We still see it today. We, you know, we at mm -hmm. certain you know concerts or whatever. Um, but for me, I was looking at it as for my family. We don't give the devil any credit mm -hmm. or anything, and he wanted to win, 
and we have put that so far behind mm-hmm. us and we don't get certain things we don't even talk about. We just moved on with life, mm-hmm. you know, yes. because we know we don't want the devil nowhere in mm-hmm. our union, in our family. Mm-hmm. But um, it was tough. It was so tough. But Forgiveness. For, first of all, I, I did not forgive well. I'm a Scorpio. I will hold that grudge. <laughs> Thank to, you for that truth. Oh my goodness. Thank you for that truth. I will hold that thing to <laughs> kingdom come. years later, you just be yes. like, so wait a minute now. Well, you told me. And you be like, what? Yeah. I was just watching the Jeffersons. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he'll say, I mean, he, he was like, well, let us let me lead the family. And what I told you, you got to give me some for you to lead. You can't lead. I can't follow somebody that's not leading us in mm-hmm. a proper space. So it was things that I was saying that I probably didn't remember saying because it was just God. Once it's all over, Half of the stuff he would say, but baby, you said this to me, you said that mm-hmm. to me, you said. I was like, oh, did I? You know. But like I said, I just had to work on me. I worked mm-hmm. on the family, and I tussled with God back and forth. I would listen to inspirational music, gospel music, like the whole time. You know, I'm in balls of tears, and you know, upset. I don't roll around two eighty five a whole bunch of times, so he couldn't find me. You know, <laughs> back then we had a tracer. You know, on your phone, the mm-hmm. location. Uh, like you like, are mm-hmm, not getting I'm me. Gone. Mm-hmm. But, but so now, yeah. Q, once you guys made the decision to do the work. And um, she accepted that she was willing to forgive you, right? Mm-hmm. And so now you're back together and you're in the house. And there are moments of where it still comes up, even though you thought y'all did the work, because that's fair, right? Oh, yes, it there is. There are moments it still comes up. What, how, do you give her grace? Do you get upset? How does that work? And then how do you how do you work through it? So there are these lines that we draw. On one side, there's grace, and which we have to really operate in because that's mm-hmm. a real thing mm-hmm. I have to say in my mind she's still hurt she still is trying to get through this mm-hmm. but, uh, however however consider this on the other side of that it's but I'm not going to be your punching bag mm-hmm. notice what I said I'm going to give you grace but just because it's Tuesday and you having an episode I'm not going to just be okay with you just now. Well, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to be that. Right. Or I'm not going to be if we're in the kitchen and I leave the pot right here, that's an opportunity for you to mm-hmm. figure out a way to bring in. And I bet that's what you did. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say she just hit, hit you with the pot. No, 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 no. no just no, like, no, 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 sorry. And, and, see, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> And so we had to establish that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We need counseling. Don't y'all. mind me, y'all. Go ahead. No. We had to we had to establish that. Um, and it wasn't like immediately. Yeah. It was like, okay, because one thing I learned, uh, one of my psychology professors told me, he said, you can't rush her healing. Right. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She wanted to and, forgive. And she was working to forgive, mm-hmm. but, but he wanted to go faster. Mm-hmm. And you know, that trigger, you know, I have triggers. Um, right. the pulling the band-aid off a, a scar, you know, just Anything would would send me back over there. But then I had to, like I said, with my therapist, like, it's not for me to carry. Mm -hmm. I was depressed, stressed, losing weight, looking crazy. You know, we're crazy in the house. You know, I was going to put it together and go out. But, (laughs) you know, so, um, you know, it's work. And that's why I say every day it's work. And we still have our back and forth, you know, our ups and downs. Nobody is perfect. Um, I say Instagram has made the illusion 
of what when they see mm-hmm. he and I on a picture or if they see something and they was like, oh, I want to be married like y'all. And I was like, you don't mm-hmm. know what mile I don't walk in these. Highlights. Oh, yeah. highlights. Right. Those are highlights. Right. Is the illusion. We just had a friend of ours. She said to me the other night, when I see y'all, I just want to be like y'all and mm-hmm. I just want marriage like y'all. I say, well, just know it comes with the uh, good, oh, the bad, yeah. the ugly, the ups and downs. Mm-hmm. It's a whole ugly ass job at sometimes, right, you know, right. because you still got to be there. You can't walk off your job, mm-hmm. you know, as much as you want to, mm-hmm. you can't. So you got to stay there and do the work. Mm-hmm. Do the work. But I, I, here's what I love about it all. Mm-hmm. Right. And what I love about it all, number one, is that you guys are victorious. Mm-hmm. You're still together. Yes. You're strong. And like you said, you're in you're in the season right now where mm-hmm. you feel like y'all came. Y'all went through and y'all came out yeah. on the other side. I love that you recognized this pain is for a reason. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. test was for mm-hmm. a reason. Mm-hmm. Now we got to turn that pain into purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. we've been to <laughs> some of your events. They have amazing events yes, that encourage other couples um, to stay together and give people tools, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that they can really use for the marriage. Yeah. But like you said, none of that would have been possible. Some people today would not still be married yes. had you not gone through your test and come that's out true. on the other yeah. side. Yes. Yeah. yes. And, and that's what makes, that's what makes for a compelling story. I'm not going to a movie where the same thing happened the whole time. Mm-hmm. I want to be introduced. I want to get the meat and I want to see the result. Right. And the cool thing about the Q and Charlinda Parker story is you're now seeing and witnessing our resolve and sometimes that happiness comes um, when we create these moments but also they come when somebody a couple can come up to us and say hey because of you guys is honesty and transparency we stuck it out or when I'm at a Brothers United meeting and a guy is saying yo I am now doing X, Y, and Z because of your transparency and your mm-hmm. honesty. Or when people tell me through the streets, hey, your wife's Sisters United organization is why I am able to do X, Y, and Z. None of that would have happened. The foundation and just the way that we give to the community would not have happened had we not gone through mm-hmm. uh, our storms. I, mm. I love you guys so much. It. As friends, we're grateful for you. Um, as inspirators, mm-hmm. we're grateful for you. Mm-hmm. But we like to wrap this up with uh, one to go on, one to grow on. You want to take you know it what? first? We did, it, we did this once before. Okay. We're going to flip it. We're going to allow you to do it. Okay. See, Vanessa, I let them talk. We're going <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to allow you to do it. The folks watching, one to go on, one to grow on. What would you leave them with? I mean, I'm gonna stick with the relationship part because there's just an attack on relationships, mm-hmm. and there is. Um, I want I want everybody to just give yourself some grace to create what your relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, mama and them did it one one way, grandma and them did it their way in a different time, mm-hmm. in a different era, mm-hmm. in a different generation, and it's cool to have some of those, but in 2023. Give yourself room to create and establish your foundation. To what, what, whatever that looks like. Yes. Q and Shaw ain't got to agree with it. Mm-hmm. Egypt and Mike ain't got to agree right. with it. But if it works for y'all, I'm cool. Each his own. I love Absolutely. that because we kind of started with that. Mm-hmm. Dr. Aldewan and Mecca Tart, they figured out what worked yeah. for them. them. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all good. Again, judgment free zone. What about you, Shaw? Well, I would say actually the same thing Q said, um, definitely figuring out what works for you guys mm-hmm. and leaving the um, one of our friends just told us to go underwater and drown, take out all the noise, mm-hmm. all the the social media, the mm-hmm. just this and that and focus on you. Sometimes in a dark space, 
you can really figure out what it is you really want in life. Because when everything is going good and gravy Mm -hmm. and money and you're spending and you're traveling, you're so busy. You don't even realize what's, you know, the the, the bigger picture of this is, is the two of us mm-hmm. and our family and everything else don't even matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I love you know, it all. This was a good mm-hmm. one. Y'all yeah, gotta admit. Come on, let me ring the bell. Another this part two coming. Was a, this <laughs> was a good one. Um, y'all, y'all brought so much to the yes. table and yes. thank you for putting it all out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for us, babe, I don't know about for you, but, what? but, what I really got from this was it's important to continue to reinforce our tribe. Oh, The people always. that are around always. us and take inventory. Yep. Because mm-hmm. not everybody around you is for you. Mm-hmm. So recognize that. Definitely. All I right. would agree. Love you. Where can folks find you? What do they need to know? Well, Tulatu Nail Salon and Company, we're in West Midtown, is an all-natural, black-owned and operated nail salon that mm-hmm. I own with my twin sister, Sabrina. And um, Sisters United is coming back. Sisters United of Atlanta, you know, the pandemic kind of slowed me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But definitely check us out. West Mid- 1133 um, Huff Road, Suite E um, in West Midtown. Nice. And I am Q Parker 112. The foundation is Q Parker Legacy Foundation mm-hmm. and um, Brothers United of Atlanta. Yes. You're going to be awesome. mad because I'm going to look up that wedding video and we're going to add it on to this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, go. I'm putting it on so y'all can see him sing me down the aisle and my Let's aunt go, go boy! <laughs> 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 right in the middle of the wedding, mind you. He killed it, too. <laughs> Love killed y'all. Killed it. Y'all it take care. It is the Marriage and Money Podcast. Subscribe. With and Mike. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Yes, make sure you hit that subscribe button and watch Marriage and Real Estate on HGTV. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>